Welcome to the Hoban Minute, a podcast that will shift your perspective on the business, politics, and culture of the hemp and marijuana industries. I'm your host, Xavier Jaye. It's 420 somewhere, so let's dive in. <coughs> Excuse me. That was a big rip. It's 420, and this is the special episode of the Hoban Minute. How are you, Bob? I'm well. It is 420, which is one of two holidays specifically dedicated to the cannabis industry. Do you know what the other holiday is? 710? 710. Now, for the benefit of our audience, we'll talk about 420 in a moment. But tell us about 710, because that one's not so obvious. No, it's not. And 710, of course, is July 10th, um, which is the, the, the second, let's say, annual celebration of cannabis every year. And 710 is specific to cannabis for one reason. If you take the numbers 710, you flip them upside down, it spells out oil. Now, what does oil have to do with cannabis? Well, oil is typically a word used to refer to concentrates. So 710 was initially, you know, kind of developed, let's say, by segments of the cannabis industry that were manufacturers of concentrates that were saying, hey, you know, all those flower and edible guys, they get a great boost of sales and deals. And, you know, there's a bunch of hubbub around 420 and they're able to great, get these great revenue bumps. How can we do something like that? And they said, well, you know, 710, flip it upside down oil. Let's do that. And so 710 it was. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, so that's a lot, a lot less obvious uh, or at least a lot less prevalent. But 420 is, is, a, uh, is a, certainly a, a cultural day uh, for many reasons. It's a day that where college campuses across the country, people gather on the, the, uh, the green, if you will. Smokeouts. Uh, and have their smokeouts. Uh, the city of Denver's historically had one, although that's coming back for the first time since early COVID in a major way this yep. year. We'll see what that looks like. Um, and these always began as sort of hangout sessions. And like anything else in the cannabis industry, they've been commercialized. Um, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of myth around what 420 means. For example, you know, the, the people would say 420, oh, that's the, the name, of, that's, that's the subsection of the California penal code that deals with marijuana. Right. Uh, not true, right? Uh, or cops call out code 420 when they're busting a group of stoners smoking a joint on the street corner. Also not true. Right. There, there's uh, there was one that, you know, there's 420 chemicals in cannabis. Okay. <laughs> oh, I like that one. <laughs> uh, the phrase 420 comes from a Bob Dylan song. And uh, these are all myths. All myths. Got all it. Myths. Got it. Got it. Um, it's the anniversary of Bob Marley's death. That's another one I've heard uh, uh, fairly often, but, but maybe, <laughs> maybe the most interesting thing is what's tea time in Amsterdam? Is tea time in Amsterdam 420? <laughs> obviously. obviously. Wow. Of course, of course. But, but no, what is it, what is it really? What, well, what is 420 really? Well, I think, about? you know, to this podcast, actually, I will say 420 does have a special meaning. We record at 4.20 p.m. on Wednesdays, um, but, you know, we're not the but, ones. But, but not, that's not all. No. What's the sweet number in which we sit today? We are in sweet 420. That's right. That and didn't that was a, by accident. No, that was a very custom custom uh, uh, number that we worked out with the building, um, and we're very proud of that. <laughs> and many of our guests comment on the fact that we are sweet 420. Um, but no, so, so the origins of 420, you know, that's an interesting question. Um, Really, as I understand it, and of course, there's you know iterations of the story, and there's been all sorts of myths again, like Bob Marley's death. I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. Um, although I'm sure you can Wikipedia that, and I'm sure it's not 420. Um, I think 
you know, really it, it comes out of a group of students in a high school in California um, that would congregate around 420 after school and they would smoke weed. They were, you know, a group of stoners and they, they, they identified that, you know, 420 was a great time. They had had, they had been able to leave school, right? Everyone was out of class, get home, get some weed, go, go meet up with your friends and blaze down a joint. Um, so it became kind of a, a code word for this group. They say, Hey, 420, you know, and they'd know that they, that they're referring to smoking weed. Um, and so as I understand it, that's really the true origins of 420. Um, and then, you know, culturally the cannabis industry has associated, you know, itself with the date 420. And then, like you said, it's been commercialized and hallmarkified, if you will, to where now it's this big, you know, Black Friday, essentially, for cannabis operators, where they have massive deals, retailers are hitting some of their records for daily sales. Um, and and all around, as you mentioned early on, you know, there's these kind of smoke outs and celebrations. And it seems like on 420 and in certain places, you know, maybe law enforcement is going to be a little, little more lenient when it comes to enforcing um, public consumption. Well, I, I have a quick story about 420, but also I would note that everybody has heard of the term 420. Even if you're not a cannabis consumer oh, yeah. or you're not necessarily in, in the industry, uh, to your point, people walk in our door on issues having nothing to do with cannabis and they say, ah, interesting, you know, sweet number. And uh, people hear 420 or it's 420 during the day and they, they you know, they kind of smile and they joke about it. So it is a well-known thing. But I have to tell you, there was a case I did in 2009 that case was called uh, Frazier versus the city of Centennial. We won that case on December 30th of 2009. We walked into the courtroom several weeks before to try this, um, and the clock on the wall was broken. The judge was taking his time to get in. I was, you know, prepared, but was done reading my notes. So I stood up on the top of this chair, and I reached up to the clock that was battery powered, but dead on the wall. And I turned the time to 420. Um, I was in there about two years ago. I haven't been in that courtroom since, but it still says 420. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is too funny. Um, and I think, you know, one thing I often think about when it comes to 420 and, you know, in the context of, of being in a courtroom to us, it's so ubiquitous. It's just, you know, 420. We know every year it's this big day. And it's just, it's ironic to me to think of, you know, that judge looking at the clock in the back of his room and saying, huh, like, why did that guy just switch the numbers to 420? What does that mean? And little did you know that you were sending a nice little message that, uh, you know, you were planning on enjoying the, the ranks of cannabis and becoming a cannabis attorney down the road. And, and, and I'll be damned <laughs> if we didn't win that case too. But, there you uh, go. But yeah, so, so, so that's the true story versus the myth. Right. And, and that's an important piece of the puzzle. Uh, and, you know, everyone that's out there on 420, what do they say? Start, start slow and Go start low and go slow. Right. Start low, go slow. It's a long day. Um, you know, many folks start consuming early on and then burn out before they get to actual 420 PM on 420, which yes, is the ultimate 420. Um, and so, yeah, go low, go slow, you know, make sure you're, you're, you're with your community. I think, you know, 420 has kind of created this, this sense of community in the industry. And it's really become, again, a rallying cry for folks. Um, and I do want to say, I just did a little bit of reading and the, the origin story, I wasn't too far off, but actually I, I believe this group of friends, they were looking for a mythical plot of cannabis. 
there was apparently some cannabis plants that someone had planted somewhere in the woods and they said, all right, we got to go out together and go find these plants. And they, they spent weeks looking for this 420 plot and they were never able to find it, but they were able to give birth to 420. So it's uh it's pretty fascinating. And I think it's, it's really become, again, this cultural signpost and light post for the industry. Um, and I think it provides an opportunity, especially this year, you know, we talk about often how the industry is, 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 you know, feeling pain right now. And there's, you know, good times from the past. And we're kind of in the bad times now, but I think 420 gives everyone a little bit of a break from that, um, to refocus again on the community, why they're in the industry, um, and then tap into the excitement around the cannabis industry. And the fact that we are still pushing the envelope and we're doing something that, you know, has come from this kind of grassroots movement into this really legitimate commercialized industry. And, and think about this. The, the, the term started in the late 70s, early 80s, and it spread around the country and around the world, world. without cell phones and without the Internet. Mm-hmm. How does that happen? I mean, obviously it happens, but that's a pretty remarkable thing. If there was a term for a particular thing today, it would spread like wildfire within a matter of hours or days, uh, you know, based on communities. But it is a testament to the cannabis community that somehow, some way, this small group of teenagers, teenagers, and who listens to teenagers uh, <laughs> when they're teenagers? Especially stone uh, teenagers. <laughs> stone teenagers. <laughs> uh, uh, in the 1970s, that this term, this, uh, this, this, this notion has carried forward to today. Uh, and I believe that really is a testament for the tight-knit nature of the cannabis community as a whole. And the fact that, you know, people, no matter where you are, are bound and connected by this plant. Uh, And that's really what it is all about. It's about that community. It's about celebrating the plant, celebrating its functions. Um, And ultimately, if it happens to fall uh, at the end of April every year, which incidentally is sort of a perfect time if you're a sports fan, because Uh baseball season just started and NBA NBA playoffs are uh, uh, usually right in the the thick of the first round. So um, 420 happens to be good for a number of reasons, but uh, really happy to, to myth bust yeah. today. No, truly. And I think, you know, one thing I want to go back to as far as, you know, the, the, the way that 420 spread globally, I think that's again, kind of, you know, pressure breeds diamonds, right? And kind of this adversity that, that the industry has been facing for so long, this underground group, kind of the way that, um, you know, operators and, and cannabis enthusiasts were criminalized for so long. It kind of bred this sense of community because everyone at least had this one thing in common, which was the fact that, you know, they were engaged in some activity that would potentially end them in, in trouble. Um, so no, it's, it's great to kind of see how 420 has become this rallying cry for the cannabis industry. Um, very excited for this year. I think, you know, 420 marks, like you said, the beginning of, of a new season and maybe some new change and, and, you know, we can re-energize the industry a little bit and come into, into the summer months with a little bit more momentum, um, and excitement. So happy 420, everybody. Uh, please enjoy responsibly and safely, and we'll catch you next week. Thanks for joining us for another enlightening conversation. If you liked what you heard, hit that subscribe button to get all future episodes fresh out of the studio. Suggestions for topics or guests for the show, please send them to hello at bobhoban.com. And as always, thanks to Benzinga for powering the Hoban Minute.